The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. Hi, this is Brad Marcus, and welcome to another episode of Toilet Side Wrestling Talk. Today's guest is from the great state of Idaho, but he trained in Iowa at the Black and Brave Academy under Merrick Brave and someone named Seth Rollins. So let's welcome today's guest, the king and founder hero of Athens, the great Greek Theseus. Theseus, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Doing good. How about you? Doing good. You know, when I was just watching this, do, do you buy like your gear like pre-made or do you like ha- like have an idea and someone makes it for you? I definitely uh, have an idea and have it made for me. I actually just have an app on my phone called PixArt where I just like downloaded a template and then like designed my gear and I just sent it to my guy. Oh, that's cool. So like anytime yeah. like you're, you're just laying around, you can make gear? Yeah, pretty much. It's like, oh, this would be cool. Or I wonder how this color would look here and that kind of stuff. Oh, awesome. Well, okay. Thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate you giving me your Thursday evening or portion. Yeah, of happy it. to be here. You're not committing to the whole night. Um, okay. <laughs> now, I'm sure you get asked this constantly, but I just want to... You're aware of Eli Theseus? I am not. Okay. There is a pro wrestler named Eli Theseus. The thesis is spelled the exact same way. And I'm like, God, these two guys just don't look alike. You know, like, <laughs> so there's one out there. I think he's either his career's over or he's on the very tail end. Is he? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never okay. heard of him. Never met him. All right. Enough about Eli Theseus. Enough um, about him. I'm have, here. <laughs> you're the great Greek. Have, have you been to Greece? I have not yet. No, I really, really want to go at some point in my lifetime. Yeah, yeah. But as of yet, not yet, no. Okay, so we can, just to be clear, you can confirm that you're not the son of Poseidon. I am not, not Damn yet, it. no. Okay, that's Can't fine. Can't confirm that. And do you own a sword? No, no, I don't. <laughs> you know, one time I moved into this, uh, I moved into an apartment just to rent, and the guy who was renting it to me was a uh, kung fu person. I don't know if that's probably right. not the right word. Yeah, and he had me take okay. delivery on two swords for him one time. It was crazy. Like, like I couldn't believe they that someone could have those delivered? legally. So, like, I always turned in my rent on time and stuff. Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, I hear some crying in my background. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna ignore it, pretend it's not happening. <laughs> okay, okay. The, you're one of the last questions about you, you being Greek. D- does your mom? Is, are your parents from Greece originally? No, uh, my father is from idaho and we're talking like from greece it's from a while back like okay does your mom know how to cook greek food unfortunately no my mother is from mexico oh my gosh okay yeah all right that's fine well you look like a greek man to me um (laughs) okay so idaho what how did your family end up there uh like i said my my dad was just born there just always been there and my mom immigrated from mexico when she was i want to say 16 17 and ended up over there somehow yeah well how did she go from mexico to idaho i mean it was great for your dad worked out well great question i always ask her the same thing she's like i i don't know mijo i just ended up there oh (laughs) really so does she speak spanish to you 
Yeah, she's fluent in Spanish. Oh, okay. I am not, unfortunately. But oh, really? Has yeah. that ever been a point of contention that you should, you know, know your culture? Yeah, I'm like, why? Why don't I have Spanish? Why did no one teach me Spanish? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, did you? Uh, so, so your family is in Idaho. Did you have like siblings? Yeah, I have a half sister and a half brother. Uh, where are they? Where are you in age range? Oh, I am the absolute baby of the family. Oh, my really? brother's like six years older than me, I want to say, and my sister even more so. So it's a pretty big age gap there. Yeah. So like when you were like, say, eight years old, was, were your brother and sister there just into totally different things, not eight year olds? Oh, yeah. hundred percent. So were you ever like bored? Um, not really. You know, I hung out a lot with uh, my grandmother because my parents worked in the potato factory a lot. And oh, wow. so I was, I hung out with her like 24 seven and she got me into just all kinds of just random stuff. Oh, really? And yeah. was, was this on your, the grandmother on your mom's side or your dad's side? My father's side. Father's okay. Side. Okay. Did you ever watch wrestling with her? Yeah, my brother introduced me into wrestling uh, very early on. Like some of my earliest memories are like watching 2002 SummerSlam. And oh, wow. It was like getting hooked there and just like that's all it was. Was that then. the SummerSlam of The Rock versus Brock Lesnar? That was the SummerSlam. Oh, Brock wow. Rock, that, what, yeah. what a perfect thing to introduce that gets you introduced to wrestling. Yeah, it's um, a great match. Wh- how would your like friends or like your parents describe you you when you were a kid uh very energetic very adhd oh really (laughs) yeah yeah like where you had to go to a doctor adhd and get medicine (laughs) i was never like given medicine for it like Uh i don't believe like the whole medication thing for adhd like it'll help some people but i've just never decided to take it but yeah you've obviously made it pretty far yeah but all right um so did you did that get you in trouble in school constantly oh at school yeah yeah yeah. asking me to sit still and just like listen to a teacher talk about math for a few hours i'm like nah this ain't for (laughs) me man this ain't for me dog were you a good student i was an all right student you know i I passed okay hey that's all i've never showed anyone my high school grades after i graduated you know like it's never high school diploma that's all you need a little piece of paper um, so what kind of things say other than wrestling as a kid, what were, what interested you? Um, as a kid, I was big into video games a lot. My okay. grandmother like introduced me to like Super Mario and Donkey Kong and everything on like the NES. Was she like the coolest grandmother around? Absolutely. hundred percent. Wow. Yeah. My grandma's would, the best. I would trade a lot of family members for just your grandmother. <laughs> we can talk about that off air. Um, I give you both of my kids for for All sure. Right. Hey, we can talk about that later. Oh yeah, totally, exactly. Yeah. And um, so you spent a, a lot of time with her. Um, when did when did your brother? So this was two thousand two. Did you start watching wrestle wrestling uh, regularly from that point on? Yeah, you know, like my brother was into it, not as much as like I am now, obviously, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he was into it, so he'd turn on Raw or SmackDown or whatever at the time, and I was like, hey, this this is pretty cool. I'm all right had, with this. Had you ever heard of it before, like, your brother, like, turned it on? Maybe, probably not. I don't know. Again, we're going, like, at the time, I'm, like, three or four years old. Yeah, maybe. that's so, right. Like, it was just a right. constant presence in my life. I think I was married for the first time in 2002, um, yeah. but that went south. Uh, <laughs> anyway, no, yeah, enough exactly. about me. So, um... Did you participate in anything other than, like, wrestling as a kid? Like, did you do sports, art, that kind of Oh, yeah. I did a bunch of stuff. Uh, I did baseball, basketball, football, soccer, you know, all kinds of athletic things. Yeah. I knew from a very early age that I wanted to be a wrestler. And I was like, okay, well, these other sports will, like, hopefully, like, get me more athletic and get me more prepared to go into this at some point. Did anybody know that that was, like, kind of your plan? Everybody knew. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, you, oh, you yeah, let 100%. everyone know. I was like, I'm going to be a professional wrestler. We would have, like, the presentations in class and stuff where it's like, hey, what are you what are you going to do? What's your plan when you grow up? I'm like, I'm going to go here. I'm going to be a wrestler here. I'm going to get signed here. All that <laughs> stuff. Did, um, did your parents have any uh, have any issues with you watching wrestling and deciding that that's 
you know, one day what you wanted to do, or they're like, yeah, he's just a kid. Let him, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, some kids I'm might be sure astronauts. Like, they never do. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. It was like, they're like, Oh, he's just a kid, you know, he'll grow out of it. And then like, I'm 15, 16, 17. I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to be a wrestler. <laughs> totally. trying to go like, well. <laughs> so did you like, when you got into high school or like, as you're getting closer to senior year or to graduation, did you have a plan in place for post high school or did your parents have a plan in place in their mind for you? Um, I'm pretty sure my parents wanted me to go to college and get a degree. Sorry okay. guys, but uh, obviously that didn't end up happening. Yeah, it did, I mean, was that even like, was that like continuing educate your education? Was that even something that like you even considered? No, no. no. Okay, I knew I would, college wasn't for me. <laughs> did you did your did you have friends um, like in high school who knew that this is what you were gonna do? Yeah, you know, I talked about it pretty often. I feel like where I was like, hey, I want to do this. I'm going to go and do this, and. Again, it was the kind of thing where it's like, yeah, okay, pal. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so I graduate high school. I want to be a professional wrestler. A wrestler, excuse me. What did you do? Take me from like graduation till, had you heard of independent wrestling at the time? Yeah, you know, growing up, I was very like, as a teenager, I was very much a smart mark, you know, all of that stuff. But uh, like I had looked into, before Black and Brave was even a thing. I was like, I don't know, 12 or 13. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm going to go to the Ring of Honor dojo. And I'm going to train there. <laughs> yeah, like oh, you're just going to go, like, just the, you'll walk in and start training. Yeah, I'll just show up and be like, hey, guys. And they'll be like, that's the greatest wrestler of all time right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're, you're still in Idaho at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, point. 100%. How do you get, I mean, how do you um, contact uh, Black and Brave? Was that your first training? For professional wrestling, yes. There was a bit of like a gap between when I actually graduated and when I started wrestling. Cause okay. I only started wrestling. Um, my first match was this year in January. Mm-hmm. And so there was a good like three-year gap where I was like, all right, I'm going to go work in the potato factory like everyone else. And I'm going like, to mm-hmm. save enough money until I can move. And then, you know, life gets derailed by things along the way. Yeah. But uh, eventually in fall 2020... Uh, I got COVID. Oh, and God. So, yeah, I was self-isolating, sitting at home, you know, three weeks. And <laughs> I was sitting there, and I was, I was kind of like, what am I doing? Like, what what am I doing with my life? And so I remember I messaged uh, the Black and Brave website, and I was like, hey, like, you know, when's your next fashion opening, blah, blah, blah. And Merrick Brave got in contact with me, like, three hours later. Or oh, wow. Like, ridiculous. Yeah, I was shocked. And he was like, we have one class opening left for uh may 2021 and or april or somewhere in that time frame and he was like if you don't take that then the next opening's uh like mid 2023 and i was like all right i'm taking that (laughs) and did you have to go like did you have to quit your job to to move here absolutely yeah yeah um and oh actually let me back up for a second what what did you do in the potato factory everything Everything you could think of. It was uh, it was a McCain's food factory. And so, okay. you know, I would probably like put the potatoes through processing, you know, like get all like the bacteria and everything out. I would work the cutters where they'd be sliced into whatever they needed to be sliced yeah. into, tater tots, fries, all of that. Package it. I'd drive forklift. I'd palletize everything. Like I did everything in that factory at some point. So If there was no wrestling in your, you know, future, would have you still be working at the potato factory? I like to think not, <laughs> you know, like, like factory work. I feel like it's some of the hardest work you can do, like yeah. not physically, but like the mental grind of just like going in like five, six days a week. And it's like, all right, nothing ever changes. Nothing's ending here. Can just I ask on one of my stupid questions? Go ahead, bud. One of my stupid, there's going to be several, I'm sure. But um, nah. did, did, did it smell like potatoes? <laughs> like. All the time. Like, did you come home 100%. smelling like potatoes? I came home smelling like potatoes, oil, factory work. Do you like potatoes? Not like, as much anymore. No. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> like, the thrill is probably gone from that. Yeah. After um, you clean up some rotting tomatoes, or tomatoes, some rotting potatoes, then the want to eat them just kind of goes away. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, another question, I'm sorry. Um, I Where you grew up in Idaho... What was, was it a small town, a big town? 
very, very small town, very country. Uh, I grew up in a town of Idaho called Paul, okay. which has a population of maybe 2,000 people. Oh, wow. Do you guys have a movie yeah. theater there? Uh, we had one in the town over, about like a 15, 20-minute drive, which is where I went to school and everything called Burley. But even then, that was only had maybe 10,000 people. Oh, my God. So, so yeah. did you know anything about um, Iowa before you moved there? I knew it's where Black and Brave was, and that's about it. That's it. Okay, <laughs> so what and... happens? You you pack up a car or you fly there? I pack up a car, you know, pack up, you know, just clothes and, like, basically whatever I can fit in my car. And mm -hmm. I come on down here and just start training and start getting to work. What about, like, where do you live? Like, did you have a place already set up by the time you got so, there? So, yeah, 100%. Black and Brave will offer uh, bunk houses for anyone who's training there where oh. Seth Rollins owns the house and you get to live in that house with a bunch of the other students. Oh, cool. Is that, is that uh, beneficial? It's Does very it beneficial. Help? Oh, yeah. It's way cheaper than a lot of the rent anywhere else in the area. And, oh, you know, you're constantly around your other students. So you're constantly talking about wrestling, learning more about wrestling. Like, were, were there I couldn't any, recommend it um, When you started, like your first day, were there other uh, people starting their first day as well? Yeah, the way it works is like a class size is introduced, usually mm -hmm. like 12 to 15 people. And it's everyone's first day. And you go through it like, like it's a class. You start, okay. There's a curriculum. There's like times you have to be there and everything. Like it's 100% just like an actual class for professional wrestling. And is, was it like when you got there, you were like, this is the greatest thing in the world? Yeah, you go there and, uh, you know, you can visit their like Instagram page at Black and Brave Wrestling to actually see like parts of the facility and everything but like yeah. you get there it's big up on the like there are signs up you look in like the big glass windows there's a wwe ring you look like at the wall all of death Rollins titles are on the wall oh and my you're like God. oh all right we're this is legit we're here is that intimidating at all um a little bit but it's more like i here i made it i'm doing yeah it. I'm, yeah I'm totally starting the first steps here did um what was i gonna say were you nervous the, the day of your first uh, class? Oh, absolutely. The first day of class is a conditioning test where oh God. Were you it's in good brutal, shape? man. I was in good shape, but that test, it's it's there for a reason. Oh, God. It's very intense. Do people it's ever quit after that? A lot of people quit. I'd say every class, at least one or two people just drop out and go like, nope, not for me. Can't okay, so it. what does that first thing entail? Uh, it's just a whole lot of like cardio and weightlifting and I won't go too much into the specifics of sure. it, but it's just very, very intense and it's designed there to make, you know, like, okay, this is not a joke, professional wrestling. You need to be in some sort of athletic shape. Now you're expected to be here. <laughs> so this is the first day. When do you get into a, a ring for the first time? That happens like about a week later. Uh, you start learning like the basics and foundations of professional wrestling. Sure. Taught to you by all the coaches there. You know, Seth Rollins obviously is like the the name that's up on sure. like everything. But like he also has his like co-owner, co-coach, head coach mm -hmm. there, Merrick Brave, who yep. he's a pretty good coach, you know. And then you also have uh, Matt Mayday there, Crotch, who okay. Another one of their friends that came up with them and, you know, just some of the best coaches in professional wrestling you could ever ask for. Like, you got a question, they'll have an answer for you. Like, are these people you can lean on even now? Oh, yeah, 100%. I talk to all of them, I don't know, every couple of days, a couple mm -hmm. times a week. You know, they're constantly there for you to have. They're a resource for you. Sure. Did um, Was it, like, surreal the first time you got into the ring? Oh, yeah, 100%. It was did you walk up the like stairs or did you go in through the mat? I went up the stairs. I oh, okay. Stairs. Wait, is that like yeah. the, like, that's the customary thing to do and respectful? It's just like the first guy went up the stairs and so we all just followed oh, okay. the stairs. That did you wipe your boots at all? Yes. Wipe oh. the shoes off. First thing you learn. Did you have to have gear prior to your first day? No. You just need to be in athletic clothing. Okay. That's about so, it. So what was... On that first day or, say, the first week or two, what was the hardest thing to pick up on? Um, the hardest thing is probably just, like, getting over the fear of mm -hmm. taking your first bump. It's not a natural thing to do. 
and your body's like, ow, when you do it. Let me ask you a question here. And I've asked other people this. If someone threw you out of a, I don't know, first story window, maybe even not that high, would you be able to land without it hurting? Like, would you be able to like rely on taking a bump? 100%. I oh, absolutely wow. believe. I have a friend of mine the other day who was saying like, he absolutely believes if he ever got in a car crash or an accident, like rolled his car, he'd be fine. He'd be, he'd be fine. all right. Yeah, just like, you know, learn how to work. I used to have this kid who used to drive me home from high school, um, you know, back then, and he wouldn't stop at my house. He would slow down a bit. So I'd always have to dive out of the car and like, I'd be all scraped up every single day because I wanted to ride home. I didn't want to take the bus. Um, All right. Enough about me. So you do this. How long is like the train? How long does the training go like physically until you start thinking about like your character? And like your um, moves and everything. Something that Sephiroth said just the other day was, you know, you should be thinking about your con- your character, your moveset, everything, just all the time, every second of the day. Okay. You should always just like, even if you're not like doing anything at the moment, even before you're training. And I think a lot of people do this before they've started their career. Is they'll okay. think about like what they want to do or how they want to act or who they want to be, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Did you have that? Like on day one, did you have an idea who you wanted to be? Not really, actually. <laughs> you know, like I had ideas. I knew I wanted, like, at the time, like, my finish to be just, like, an elbow drop off the top. Sure. But, like, aside from that, I was like, let me let me figure this out first. Let me see, like, how this goes and, like, what other people think and get input from people who know way more than I do about all of this. How long into training did you, did you climb up uh, to the top rope? Um, I don't remember. It's at some point. It happens at some point, but... Do the trainers, like, like for certain people and certain physiques, do they kind of, like, push you into, you're going to be a flyer, and you're going to be, you know, you're going to be, a, you know, ground and pound, like, or can you come up with your own style that you decide? You absolutely come up with your own thing, how you're going to do, what you're going to do. You know, mm-hmm. If you have any questions, like I said, they'll show you whatever you want to know, but it's very much, like, on you to figure out what you're going to do, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. How did uh, Theseus come about? Like, uh, what was the know, thought process? I mean, it wasn't really a thought process. I just decided I was going to be me. You know, Theseus, mm-hmm. that's a shoot. That's my real first name. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, that's a pretty, that's a unique name. You don't hear it a lot. So no. might as well just like roll with that. And I was like, well, I'm Greek. So we'll just go with the, the great Greek. I stole, I kind of stole that because... Um, I took it from, I believe, Jim Londo. It's a guy in the 1930s, 1940s, called himself the Golden Greek. And I was like, I don't oh. exactly want to rip that off, so like I'll change it up a little bit, you know? So that's do, how Great Greek started. As part of training, are you, do they tell you, hey, go back and look at this match on YouTube or like anything like that? Do they have you doing stuff outside of like the training time, like when you're home? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They'll like, they're again, you're not forced to do mm-hmm. anything, but they'll be like, if you want to like, see a good example of this, go watch this match from this event, go see this here. Uh, It's just a really good way to go about things because they'll give you all the information you want to know, Mm -hmm. but it's on you to like act. It's on you to like find out. Did, did the the people that you lived with at the time, did they have like the same drive and like passion to become a pro wrestler? Uh, some did, some didn't, you know, I mean, I think out of my graduation class, class 21, there's maybe three people who are actually wrestling on the independence right now, ever had a match. Uh-huh. Everyone else just went back to their lives, I assume. Does that make you feel good? Um, I don't really feel any type of way about it. I'm, just, okay. I'm doing my thing. I'm out here grinding. So you're not the even thinking about them. They're doing their own yeah. thing. They can live um, their lives. I'm living mine. Okay. Was it, was there any, like, were you intimidated at all? Like, I mean, Seth, Seth Rollins, Merrick Brave, these are big names. Does yeah, he go 100%. By, is he known as Tyler Black there or Seth Rollins? We just call him by, you know, Colby or Coach oh, okay. or whatever it is. Sure. But of course I was intimidated. Like, this is like a guy you looked up to and you watched on TV. You, know, you walk yeah. in the door and he's just there. Hanging out, it's like, oh my god! <laughs> you know, like, this is like you don't, and you especially don't want to look like a mark in front of him or anything. You don't. Be like, yeah, yeah. Seth Rollins, I'm like, yep, hey, 
Do you see guys though who like mark out when they, you know, when they first come in and they see him there? Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Do they last usually? No. No. Okay. 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 All right. So how long did you train before uh, your first match? Uh, So the Black and Brave course, the curriculum lasts for about three months. You graduate and then you're free to like go there afterwards too. Like, they're open, I think, six days a week where you can just oh, go okay. in and work on your stuff and talk to coaches and people and, you know, all sorts of things. But I actually went home after I finished my training to okay. just, like, heal up. I was pretty banged up after I finished. Sure. I have a bruised ribs, uh, partially torn meniscus, you know. Just but from training? Just from training because oh, you're, you're doing it. You're professionally yeah, yeah. You're doing it three, four, five times a week depending on, like, if you're there in your off time. But – yeah, I just went home for three months, healed mm-hmm. up, and then I came back as soon as I could. And I got my first match fairly quickly after I came back. There's a funny story, though, where I came back and, like, obviously I come back like, you know, hey, you may never make it. You might not get signed. You're just here to have fun, do the best. And, like, I want to say, like, two or three days after I came back, um, they had the shoot with Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan at black and brave and so they had some of the students there and i got to be one of them and i was like that's funny that's just great oh my god so yeah, it's like you know you go back with the mindset like i may never be on wwe tv in three days but you're there and it's like yeah hey, we yeah. need some extras for this you wanna i'm like yeah yeah oh sure. my god now was that exciting like as like the wrestling fan inside of you yeah 100 percent. you know and you get to like meet everybody there uh live morgan very cool person Tyson Kidd was just hanging out, watching wrestling with us in the off time. Very you cool. Act, like, cool about it, like you're you're not impressed, or. I mean, I'm not gonna like be like, "Hey, who are you, kid?" You know. Yeah, what I'm totally. About? But it's just like you know, you walk up, you shake the hand, you're like, "Hi, I'm so and so." Did you it's now? Like, you know your colleagues. So, like, time. if for your first match, did you like inquire about it, or did they come to you and say, "Hey, Theseus, you're ready for your first match"? Oh, no, I inquired about it. It wasn't, like, my first match was in Milwaukee, of all mm-hmm. places, just, like, completely random. As I'm sure most people's first matches, like, aren't where they're from or anything. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you just ask people, like, hey, you know, can I come with you to this show? Can I come help set up? You're messaging promoters. You're doing the whole thing just trying to get your first match, get your foot in the door there. Yeah, yeah. Did, what town is uh, uh, Black and Brave? That is in Davenport, Iowa, Davenport. over in the Quad Cities, just on the border of Illinois and Iowa. What's that place like? <laughs> it's all right. You know, it's obviously like a lot bigger of a town than I'm used to. And oh, like, okay. Yeah, the Quad Cities, like there's four towns just like right next to each other on the river. But it's a good time. You know, there's plenty of stuff to do here. I live here now. so. Oh, this is this is where you've planted yourself? Yep, I've relocated. I live here now. I just recently moved in last week with uh, another buddy of mine who wrestled oh. Conan Lycan. But yeah, you know, and we're you don't have any children, here. do you? Oh God, no, absolutely oh, not. No. <laughs> Hold out, not for a long opinion. time on that one. An actor, Tony Randall, didn't have his kids till he was seventy-nine years old. So you've plenty of time. Yeah, amen. and then by the that time they got eight. bad, he hit the road. If you know what I mean, up to heaven. But anyways, <laughs> okay. First match, did you, were you told in advance? Like, did you have like a couple um, days before? Kind of, where I was going with a buddy of mine there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, he maybe he's like, hey, bring your gear. Well, he, first he's like, hey, you have gear, right? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He's like, all right, bring your gear. They'll probably have something for you. Okay. And yeah, I had my first tag match there with one of the guys that I graduated against, uh, Nikki Von Gavin. Uh-huh. And yeah, you know, it was a good time. It was a lot of fun getting my first match. Do you re- do you remember it well, or were you kind of just like? Yeah, well, we made sure to like get it recorded and everything. I think mm-hmm. I have almost all of my matches recorded. That was a big piece of advice I got from my coaches. Like, you just want to have that stuff. Sure. Is film study? Do they stress that at all in training? Yeah, they tell you like, and there's, uh, you know, they'll show you things from time to time, or like mm-hmm. I said, they'll tell you on your own time, go look at this, or in class they'll show you something. But sure. film study's a thing, yeah. Okay, so for this first match, did you have like a a big move set? No, no. no. Like, they give you so when you're going through the training, they'll teach you certain moves, and like they'll give you like a basic move set, and then in your off time, you can build your own stuff, learn whatever you want to learn. 
But and yeah, I just had like a very basic move set. Now, is it up to you to pick your finisher? Yeah, 100%. And like you could do anything you wanted? Anything you want. How did it come? How did how did that come? What was the evolution of your finisher? Oh, uh, like I just see other things and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I'll take that. <laughs> like, like, do you have to worry about that? Like, do you have to sit, like formally say, hey, this was, you know, this is your move. Can I use it? I mean, yes and no. If it's like, if there's someone that I know, one of the mm-hmm. other graduates from, and like a friend of mine, and like I know that they're using this as their finish, I'm not going to use it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, uh, you know, the, I have no way of like, say, contacting Brian Danielson and being like, hey, do you mind if I use your running meet? <laughs> totally, totally. I don't just have, I can't just call him up and be like, hey there, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there's nothing like, like blatant that looks exactly like the way someone else does. No, no. Like I, the piece of advice that I got from a good friend of mine, Dion Roosman, was, mm-hmm. you know, you could take moves that you want, but like find a way to put your own flourish on it. Find a way to make it your own. So that way it's unique and it's yours. Is that fun? Of like course. Going you through always that process? Put your own stuff on. Oh, absolutely. I remember Do I had we... a conversation with my coaches about, I don't know, I want to say a month or two ago, where we're all just mm-hmm. like, Hey, what would be a good finish for me? And then me, a couple of coaches, a couple of graduates were all just brainstorming and trying stuff out in the ring and seeing what works and what doesn't. Did you have to like put on weight or like, do they, did you have to go to like the gym every day and, and work out? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, Was that like something said, that you were used to like prior to wrestling? Yeah. Like I said, I'd competed in sports before. And so like I was used to weightlifting and cardio work and everything. So it wasn't too bad of a transition. And did you have to, what about uh, weight gain? Weight gain, I actually very much struggle with gaining weight. Like, mm-hmm. I think naturally, like, if I wasn't a professional wrestler, I'd probably be like 130, 140 pounds oh, naturally. Oh, oh so yeah. You're for, so, you have to force yourself to eat? Absolutely. I, I have to eat like 4,000 calories a day just to okay. get to like 180. So. Okay, numbers I, numbers don't mean anything in, in this brain. It's, it's damaged. <laughs> 4,000 calories, what is that? What's what foods get you that 4,000 for a day? For me, a lot of fast food. I luckily have a very high metabolism. I don't uh-huh. put on fat very easily or any kind of weight. And so I can just basically inhale whatever I want and I'll be a pretty all right. So what's your favorite fast food? Um, Well, right now, probably Chipotle. You know? Chipotle, okay. That's yeah. safe. Yeah, you know, it's more healthier foods than, like, a McDonald's, per se. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever go to, like, Chick-fil-A? Absolutely. I'll go to, I go everywhere. Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, a McDonald's, a Taco Bell. Especially, like, after a show, it's like, hey, what's open? We're hungry. Yeah, yeah. And how far, um, like, do do you wrestle in Iowa? I wrestle wherever I can get a booking. Mm -hmm. Is that stressful, finding bookings? Yes and no. You know, you're always looking to get booked. Uh-huh. You're always like reaching out and talking to people. But usually what I'll do is I'll just go with other graduates to where they're wrestling, wherever they've been booked. And it's uh-huh. very much just like everyone kind of helps each other kind of thing where they'll help you get booked. I remember the farthest I've wrestled is uh, over in Lyons, Georgia, which is like on the border of Florida almost. And I got there? that. We did drive there. Me, Dion Rusnan, and... Uh, Another friend of ours, Xander Killen, I got hit up like two hours notice, like, hey, we're going to Georgia. There's a spot in the car if you want it. Do you want to come? And I'm like, absolutely, I want to come. (laughs) Like, I could wrestle? Sure, I'm down. Let's go. And are those like, those like traveling around with like your buddies, are those some of like the best times of being a pro wrestler? Oh, absolutely. You know, like nothing obviously compares to being in the ring in front of a crowd and doing what you love, but like, Driving there and back, you know, you form really good friendships with a lot of people where it's just in great memories of just being on the road five, six, seven, eight hours with a bunch of guys. Do you have like a, a shoot job? I do have a shoot job, yeah. Do they know that you're a pro wrestler? Yeah, everyone there knows. Me and, like I said, another buddy of mine, uh, Shane Boucher, got me a job at where I'm at now. Okay. Uh, and we're just like, yeah, we're wrestlers. That's what we do. And are they good about like if you, like schedule flexibility? Hundred percent, yeah. It's just like, hey, I need weekends off. I need this day off. Is everyone scared of you and your friend at work? No. <laughs> no okay, okay. Just, just making sure. No one's ever yeah. been scared by me. So I uh, was just asking you, of course. Um, 
have you ever woken up on like the day of a show and you're like, Ugh, I don't want to wrestle tonight? Not really. I, um, I'll just get very nervous about it, maybe. And I'll oh, you so, like... you so you're still like, is there any? What's your like match day routine? Like you wake up in the morning, what happens? You wake up. Uh, I personally have like very bad anxiety on show days because I'm like, oh, ah, I don't want to mess up. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, like, of course. You know, I get up, grab my bag that I had packed the night before. Just go meet up with whoever else I'm riding with that day, and uh-huh. we'll go to just like a gas station, get our energy drinks and like maybe some <laughs> snacks, and then just hit the road, and we're on the way. And um, and s- some of these times, like, do they ever like when you go on the road? Do they ever make you set up a ring? Oh, 100%. That's part of what you do. You get there, you set up the ring, you pay your dues. Maybe you get on yeah. show, maybe you don't, but it's what it is. How early on in your training did you did they show you how to set up a ring? Was that one of the first things? Absolutely. Very, very early on. So our coaches, uh, Merrick Brave and Matt Cross Mayday, mm-hmm. run a promotion in Iowa called FTW. And okay. you're required to help out at those shows and help set up rings and do everything. It's very much like you pay your dues. You mm-hmm. learn what you're doing in wrestling. You learn how to set up a ring, all of that stuff, and your security for those events, you know, the whole shebang. Can you – could you put up a ring by yourself if need be? I mean, it would take a while, but, <laughs> yeah. It's, when I you have a full – cr- when you have a full crew, how long does it take to put up a ring? Not long. Maybe, I don't know, 30 minutes to an hour if you've got, oh, okay. like, a full, like, 15 people working on it. Have your has your family made their way out to Iowa? Uh, they came and visited me once. It wasn't like when I had a booking or anything. They were just like, "Hey, we want to come see you," and I was like, "Yeah, sure." Did they like it there? Yeah, I think they enjoyed their time here. They were here for three or four days. Were they like, "Hmm, I could see myself settling down here," and you're like, "No, no, 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 just uh, go back to Idaho." Pretty much, yeah. No, I was okay. like, yo, like, houses are pretty cheap. Like, yeah, totally. We get a second and home. I was like, hey, no. <laughs> we could all live together again. Yeah, we could all live uh, together. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm right. Have they seen you wrestle live? They have not, no. Is that something, is that on purpose? Uh, You know, it just hasn't happened yet. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, from uh where I live back home in Idaho to here in Iowa, it's like a 23-hour drive. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I have, you know, I'm not going to say too much, but I think that'll happen by the end of the year. Do you, do you like, um are there promotions in, I- in Idaho? There's one. There's okay. a single one that I'm aware of, Wrestle Club. How far away from it, uh, from where you grew up was this place? About two hours. It wasn't there when I was growing up. They popped oh. up only very recently in the last couple of years. So, so, so do you intend to kind of w- do, uh, work on the West Coast at all? At some point, I think it'd be cool to get out there. But like I said, I've been wrestling maybe six, seven months. So mm-hmm. I can't exactly just like call up any promotion. Yeah, I want totally. to be like, hey, you know, I'm coming through. You guys want to book me? Yeah, <laughs> you got, I'm giving you one chance. Yeah, okay, exactly. Uh, <laughs> But uh, do you feel any pressure to, like, promote yourself against social media? 100%. You know, I mean, there's so much saturation in the wrestling business now. It's Yeah. you got to put yourself out there and, you know, be posting things, posting highlight tapes, uh, post whatever you can to try and, like, get a following and try to make a name for yourself out there. Sure. Um, and, do like, do you ever, like, feel like, oh, I didn't post today. Like, it's, you know, it's the end of the world. Or you're not, not maybe doing not to it that extent. Day. Yeah, but it's just like ah, I gotta find content. I gotta find something to post. I gotta figure out something to do today that I could post about. Like you're on Twitter and you see one of your 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 buddies like like posting. Ah, oh, shit! I gotta do this too. Yes, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm like ah, I gotta figure out something to do. Let me ask you a question. I know this is early on, but what would you? What's the best thing about being a pro wrestler? I know, I'm sure there's a zillion things, but what's one of like the things? Being in front of a crowd, man. I mean, you know, you hear a lot of people say that there's nothing else like it. And you're like, yeah, okay, sure. But there really is nothing like being in front of a crowd and wrestling, <sighs> having people like chanting your name. Like there's absolutely nothing in the world like it. Do you ever think back like to when you were a little kid and like, wow, like, that little kid who saw, you know, SummerSlam 2002 when he was like three or four years old, I'm a pro wrestler now. Like, is, do you ever think about that? Like, is that? 
Like yeah, saying, oh, you know, I, I, I accomplished my goal, even if my career ended today. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say I accomplished my goal quite yet. No, so no, but I'm saying like... To end today, but yeah, yeah. Kid, I think he'd be pretty happy with where he ended up. Okay, and like, are your, is your family like proud of you? Yeah, you know, uh, I talk to them quite often. And I mm-hmm. think like just today or yesterday, I like, my mom asked like what I'm doing today. And like, I told her like, oh, I'm doing this and doing this. And I told her like, I had like a podcast I was doing. And she's like, oh, wow, I'm so proud of you. You're know, <laughs> doing your best. No, but thanks, Mom. But you know how it is. Yeah, yeah. Totally. But so they're they're big fans of yours. Yeah, they're very supportive. You're one of, the, you're one of their favorite wrestlers. I'm one of their favorite yeah, wrestlers. Yeah, one of their favorite. Yeah. Um, Me, Brock Lesnar, Shawn Michaels. That's the list right there. <laughs> did, totally. Uh, yeah, that's your crew. Did um, So do you have, you know, I, I imagine you have your day job, you have training, you have working out, you have getting on the road and doing matches. Do you ever have time to just sit around and play video games for six hours? No, no, no. absolutely not. You know, I have like one day to myself where I'm not required to be doing something or not on the road. Yeah. And like, even that day, I'm like, well, I'm going to go hang out with the boys at the gym and over a yeah, flight yeah. and we'll just hang out and do that. You know, do, it's very much you, a time consuming life. Yeah. Do you like crave free time at all or? Not, yet. not really. You know, I'm loving what I'm doing. I'm enjoying my life doing this. I wouldn't trade it for anything. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's part of the grind, man. You got to be into it. You got to be willing to do anything and everything and sacrifice your free time. Some people so want I, it and some people don't. So you're driving to Terre Haute this weekend? Yeah, I'll be out Indiana? there on Saturday. Yep. Yep, at New Wave Pro, correct? Yep, me and Solomon Tupel will be hopping in a car and heading on down there and having some fun. And you're, you're wrestling uh, uh, Jacques... Uh, Jacques Kennedy. Jacques Kennedy, yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, for the yeah. belt. For the belt, yeah. My second match at New Wave. Uh, got myself a title shot, and, you know, we'll see what that's, happens That's there. impressive. That's pretty good. Did yeah. uh, Have you guys, have you ever um, met him before? Yeah, we've met a few times, you know. Mm-hmm. Nothing beyond, like, the, hey, I'm so-and-so. How are you doing? Good to see you. You know, sure. probably we're, like, tight friends or anything, but... Yeah. I've met now, him. I know who he is. Do you have to like go on YouTube or you know IWTV and study you know him? Some people do. Them? Yeah, I usually like to if like if I can find anything, I'll look up my opponents and just like see what they do. But a lot of the times, like you go to a show, you might not know who you're facing, and is so you'll difficult? just show up. Uh, it's just part of the game, man. It's just what mm-hmm. you got to be able to do. You know, you show up, meet the person you're working, say hi, I'm this person, I'm this person, and you know, you just go about doing your business. Um, so, so you, you, you'll drive to Terre Haute, then you just go straight back? Yeah, you know, we'll drive out to Terre Haute, we'll have our match, we'll hang out to the end of the show, mm-hmm. tear the ring down maybe, uh, well, you always tear the ring down, but, yeah, yeah. and then after that, you know, go grab some food and then get back on the road and get home at one, two in the morning. Oh, jeez. Do you, do you ever have to do the driving? Yeah. Like, are you ever the driver? Driving. Yeah. You switch out. You got to rotate that. Okay, okay. And you guys, does everybody kind of eat the same thing too? Yeah, pretty much, you know. You just agree on where you're going to go. What's open. Go to that place, get your food, get on out. And, okay, let me ask you this. So if you weren't a pro wrestler, do you think you'd you'd be at the Potato Factory for life? Not for life. I couldn't do that for life. No, I'd find something. Do you think you would have left Idaho? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I, at some point would have been like, nah, I got to get out of here. Do you still have friends back at home? Um, A few. Yeah, just people that like I worked with at the Potato Factory, you know, we'll talk mm-hmm. like every now and then. But like, it's very hard and like you forget about a bit, which like is kind of a shame. And like, I feel really bad about saying, but it's like you're constantly doing this and you're on this grind and stuff. And then it's like, oh, I haven't talked to you in like a month or two months or how yeah, long yeah. it's been. Sorry. You know, time flies just when you're constantly busy and doing things. Do you ever get like discouraged? Like, am I do like, am I going to make it or, you know, hundred percent, you know, like I'll go out there and I'll have a match and I'll be like, yeah, that was great. And like, I'll even look at the same mess back later. And I was like, that was awful. What am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. How do you, <laughs> you know? overcome those feelings? Cause I think I would crumble. You just get back in the ring. Just keep doing it. Keep working on it and just do your best. Keep trying, keep trying to get better. Do you have people who will, criticize you know be critique your in-ring work and be oh, honest with you about it 100 100 you know like i can talk to any of my coaches 
send mm-hmm. them my match and just they'll critique it. I have friends who I'll be like, hey, what'd you think of this? They'll have yeah. friends are at the show. They'll watch the match and be like, hey, this was good. This was bad. I don't think this was like could have been done better. Um, I remember I sent a match to Seth Rollins. I'm like, I didn't even think about it, but it was like on a Monday before Raw, you know, like yeah. he's doing stuff. <laughs> yeah, totally. and I, just, I just sent him. Uh, match and like he got back to me like 15 20 minutes later and wow. like, we just had like an in-depth conversation about like me my character the how the match could have gone all kinds of stuff and you know he's a very very great coach very good person to have as a resource that that's that's amazing um oh, yeah. so ideally what's what's going to happen over the next year for you next year you know i just Keep showing up, keep grinding. I'll get my opportunities mm-hmm. and I'll make a name for myself. Just keep working, getting on independent shows and keep having great matches. Yeah. So it's just like, just getting like, um, you know, your whole resume, just getting as many places on there. Are there places that you've wrestled and you're like, I'm not going to wrestle there again? There's. You don't have to specify anything. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not, obviously I would be like this piece of yeah, shit, totally. <laughs> you know, but. Yeah, no, like there's places you'll go and you're like, I don't know if that was worth the trip, but most but of the time, like there's... if you get there and you wrestle and it's just, it's almost always worth it just getting your match and being do, like, I got another rep in. Do you look like, go online and look for promotions and, you know, and see what's going on with them? 100%. Like you message a lot of promotions when you start starting out, you know, you can message a hundred promotions and... Uh-huh. 99 of them will leave you on red. But that one that answers like, hey, you know, how, how are you? It's like, oh, my God. So those other 99, do you follow up? You know what I mean? Like, do you send, like, another email or reach out to them again? Or it's like, all right, yeah, you know, put you one out there. Time, and You give it some time. You message them again. Or, you know, just show up. Show up at call time. Be like, hey, I'm here to help set up the ring. I was trained by so-and-so. I'm a professional wrestler. Oh, just, okay. And you bring your gear with you every time? Absolutely. Always okay. bring your gear with you. You never know when you might get a shot. Do you ever wear your gear under your clothing like Superman? No, I do not no. do that. No, no, like <laughs> like this and like yeah. bare chested. Um, <laughs> okay, so I've learned a lot about you today, um, and I look for. I'm going to be at the show on Saturday, so awesome. no pressure. Today? Obviously, no pressure. Yeah. I'll support anything you do. Okay. Yeah. Um, can I ask you, oh, actually, after uh, the show, the New Wave Pro Show, do you have other things booked in the next coming weeks and months? Yeah, you know, like I like going to Chicago style whenever they're running. I'll go to AAW whenever I can. But a lot of it very much is like I'm a newer name. And so like mm-hmm. I myself am not booked, but I know this guy's booked. So I'll get in a car with him and we'll go down and I'll help set up the ring and I'll talk to the promoter and everything and just. You know, and, it's very much a grind this early on where it's like, hey, man, maybe you'll get something, maybe you won't, but you're definitely not going to if you just sit your ass at home all day. <laughs> Does that get frustrating? It can. Yeah, you know, 100% there's times where you'll go and, like, you won't get something and, then, like, you'll watch the show and, like, you know, you everyone has a bit of an ego in this business. So you'll watch someone yeah. be like, ah, I could, I could have done better than that. I <laughs> Absolutely, 100% where you're just like – you go to a show, it doesn't happen. You go to a show, it doesn't happen. You're like, man, when am I going to get my chance? But you just got to keep working and maybe you will, maybe you won't, but just got to be hopeful about it and be optimistic. Now, I know, you know, you, you haven't been in the in the business for, you know, a terribly long, long time, yeah. but are you proud of yourself that you've made it this far? Uh, Yes and no. You know, I don't really think I have too much to be proud of, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, I'm just another dude and I'm just yeah. out here working and just but, trying to outwork everyone else and get to where I need to be. But, you know, like a lot of times, like I was saying, like, I was a little kid, I want to be an astronaut. And I, like, I do something that's so far away from being an astronaut. So, like, can you, are you at least proud of yourself from, like, that little kid who, like, wanted to be a wrestler one day that you're actually doing it? Yeah, you know, it's, like I said, I have my reflective moments. And it's very, mm-hmm. like, sometimes I'll have that where, like, I'm just sitting down and I'm like, Oh, wow. I'm a pro wrestler. I do this. But it's a good feeling for sure. Do you, do you still play video games? When I can, sometimes, you know, a lot okay. of times, like maybe once or twice a week, I'll hop on with some of the other Black and Brave guys. We'll play uh-huh. Fortnite for a few hours. But, oh, nice. 
Yeah. Yeah, I just learned about that. My son plays that a lot. Do you ever yeah. uh, play WWE 2K? WWE 2K? Yeah, I bought the last one. You know. Have you made yourself? I have not. I have not made myself. No. Is that sounds it, like a very long process. To do. I know, but like, they, have you checked to see if somebody, like a fan, has has made one of you? I have not checked, but I am willing to bet that no, there is not a current created character of me on 2K yet. If anyone out there wants to make one, go ahead. Yeah, well, I'm but... I'm telling you, I'm gonna <laughs> give my my kids a job this weekend and get one made for you. Yeah, go ahead. You know. Yeah, I'll let you know. Like, that, that'd be great. Put them kids to work. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I just want them out and earning, and it's going to be such a long time. Yeah, and we all make we all week. make life mistakes. Um, anyways, can I ask you five non wrestling related questions? Go for They're it. just yes or no. You don't have to elaborate if you don't want. All right. Okay. Um, have you ever vomited on an airplane? No. Okay. Is there any particular animal that you that you could skin? Have you ever skinned an animal? I have. Coming from Idaho, we hunted a lot. I've skinned deer before, so that's a thing I can do and have done. Have you skinned a rabbit? I have. How quickly do you... You know, I watched your... Have you heard the show Alone? I have not heard of the show. It's on the History Channel. It's like they go and spend months in, like, um, Vancouver Island, you know, in the worst conditions. And, like, you know, I'll see someone will catch a rabbit. Do you have to skin it right away? I mean, I imagine. I always have. So mm-hmm. I've never just been like, let's, you know, throw it in like a cooler or something. And then yeah, yeah. later just get it. Like, might as well skin it. I don't imagine you have to, but uh-huh. I always have. What was the biggest animal you've taken down? Just a deer. Probably just a deer. A deer. Maybe like ever, a deer. Ever with your bare hands? Specific. No, not yet. Maybe one day. But because on this show, one of the seasons, this guy killed um, a wolverine with his bare hands. Like, he wrestled this thing. It was insane. You can probably find it on YouTube. Anyways, okay. For $8.2 million, would you only wear yellow colored clothing for the rest of your life? Like the man with the yellow hat from Curious George. You know, I'm talking underwear. I'm talking undershirts, socks. Hats. That's a healthy sum of money, you know. Yeah, eight point two million dollars to just wear yellow. There's mm-hmm. different shades of yellow, man. You could, you could yeah, figure it I, out. Yeah, absolutely. Get 100%. mustard yellow, bright yellow. I'll take that money if you got it. Just send it on it. over. All right, <laughs> D- done deal. Done deal. Um, have you ever have you purchased a newspaper in the last ten years? No. Okay. And finally, do you consider Pepperidge Farm goldfish seafood? I do not, but they are an incredible snack. And I love them with all my heart. Yeah, they're so good. Did you like the pizza flavored ones? I just like the original. Just Just the original. original. Give me that. We're Gucci. Um, You passed those questions five for five. I'm going to work on rounding up $8.2 million. might take me a little bit, but I'll get to it. It's good to to have goals. I'll be waiting. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I'll I'll know where to find you. Uh, Maybe I'll have a couple bucks for you on Saturday, but who knows? There we go. Get that Um, first start. Theseus, thank you so much for coming on, giving me your time on this Thursday night. I, I, I really appreciate it. I was really looking forward to it. I'm glad we finally got it done. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun, man. <laughs> Only took us three times to get there. Yeah, totally. Like, hey, we totally. got it done. Peel the curtain back. We're supposed yeah, to be just a like sickness a week in or a two couple ago. Weeks. But <laughs> we finally All got right, to well, it. All right. Well, I wish you nothing but the best and success and everything. Um I'll see you, you know, I'll, I'll say hello to you on Saturday evening, but uh, you take care and uh, I continue to find success. Yeah, thank you, buddy. And you take care too. It was a blast being on. Oh, it was my pleasure. Take care. Bye.